Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. I want to share with you about kingdom principles. And in using the word principle tonight, it sometimes will be used interchangeably with systems and laws. I want to share about the importance of kingdom principles. As I said, you know, you can't talk about principles and not include systems and laws. So those words will be used alongside the, the word principle. Principle. The word principle comes from the root word prince, which means first. So principle really means first law or the original law that is supposed to govern something. That is principle. So the fact that our God is Alpha and Omega is the first and the last. So that means there was none before him which means the principles that he gives to us, the kingdom principles are first principles because there was no principle before him because he's the first. So when we talk about first law principle, you cannot get any more first than than God himself. So any other principle that you put above the principles of God, the kingdom principle, you are in error. You are making a mistake there because God did not set it up that you would do that kind of stuff, that you would put any above him. He wants you to practice his principles so that he can become, you can become all that he intended for you to be. So principle means first law and God is the one that is first in terms of principles, giving birth to principles, and his principles stands above any other principle. Amen? People who don't function on principles will frustrate those who function uh, on principle. Because when you function by principle, you can't really build strategies with those who don't function on principle because they're not committed to the cause. So therefore, those who don't function on principle will frustrate those who function on principle because as I said, you can't build strategies with them. And also they will never really experience genuine success those who don't function on principles will never experience genuine success, real success, because success is a networking of principles. You know, there are many who hold the view that as a believer in Jesus Christ, that is good enough. And that is all you need. But just being water baptized, 
confessing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life is not good enough at all. Of course, that will save you from going to hell. And that's a, a start. But you have to press on from the water baptism and move into the realm of functioning on principles, accepting the principles of the Lord Jesus Christ and functioning on them. Because after almost 40 years in this, I have seen many, many, many occasions where there are those who are standing on the premises, but sitting on the promises. Oh yes, they have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. They're water baptized. And if the, this world should end, they would be with the Lord. But yet, they are not enjoying the success that God intended for them. So they're standing on the premises, but sitting on the promises. And that's not what God wants. The kingdom of God is established on the best foundation that has ever existed. It is not possible to establish any better foundation. In fact, the scripture says that no other foundation can any man lay than that which is already laid. No other foundation can any man lay than that which is already laid. So the, 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 the kingdom of God is established on the very best foundation that is ever available. And the kingdom fundamentals have proven over time to be the best. They have withstood the test of time through generations, centuries, dispensations, and has never been shaken and will never be shaken. You think about any principle, any system that man has come up with that has been able to withstand the test of time, that has withstood the test of time, that has held up through the generations, through the, the dispensation. After over 6,000 years of this earth being in existence, well over 6,000 years, the kingdom principles are still alive and strong. They've withstood the test of time. And we introduce the kingdom principles to you as the only true principles. You see, the systems of man has been shaken. We've seen the principles and the systems of man being put to the test, and they did not really come out strong. In fact, maybe up to the last two years, the world would boast and many countries of the, the medical science that we have of the age, how it has grown and all of that. But that has been under pressure over the last two years. We've seen financial systems collapse over many years. 
we have seen recession after recession. We've seen things like communism, which was very strong, maybe in the 70s and 80s, with Cuba leading the way on this side of uh, the world. You see places like the USSR and China, all of them practice communism. But we have seen the demise of that system. The principles that made up communism have pretty much co collapsed in many places because it was found to be, or they were found to be inadequate. We're talking about the system of man, how they have caved in under pressure, as opposed to the systems of God the principles of God that has withstood the test of time. One of the best system that man has come up with is a system called democracy. And democracy is hailed all over the world. Uh, I mean, by leaders after leaders. But when you closely examine uh, democracy, you see the defects as opposed to the kingdom system. And you might say, what defects? Well, democracy voted Adolf Hitler into power. And when democracy said, we are taking you out, they said no. Adolf Hitler and his people say no. They manipulated the system. My friend, you can't manipulate the kingdom system at all. Demo democracy voted Mugabe into power in, in, in Zimbabwe. And when democracy said, okay, we don't want you any longer, we want somebody else, they said, no, we are going to manipulate the system. We know that the free world loves democracy to the point that it pleases them. But when it don't please them, they look the other way. So you see, democracy legalized something like abortion in many places in the world, many countries. But when democracy in other countries say, no, we don't want to legalize abortion, there was a problem. The very same democracy that legalized it one place that democracy was opposed the other place when it tried to have its voice. What I'm saying to you is that the systems, the principles of this world are inadequate. The only principles that are guaranteed are the kingdom principles. So I say to you tonight, you cannot allow the world to talk you out of the kingdom principles, to talk you out of the kingdom system. To them, the world, it is illogical. It doesn't make sense because we have evolved and uh, um, this is modern time. It doesn't make sense. But I say unto you that as the scripture teaches, the natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit of God. The Bible says they are foolishness unto him. 
neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So of course the natural mind will say that uh, there's no place for the kingdom system. But if you examine the kingdom system carefully, you will see that it is the only system, it is the only set of principles that is guaranteed to last as long as this world lasts. So don't allow the enemy to intimidate you when it comes to the kingdom system and the kingdom principles and what God requires of you. Don't allow the enemy to intimidate you. Stand on the principles of the kingdom of God. The fundamentals that earth is established on are systems, laws, principles. It does not matter how much you love God, how long ago you got baptized, if you don't live by kingdom principles, you shut down the kingdom of God from working in your life, both in the earth realm and in the heaven realm. And I want to read a scripture, scripture that most of you would know, to share some thoughts from it with you from St. Matthew chapter 16. And we're going to read from verse 16 down to verse number 19. I'll give you a little build up to that so that, you know, we can be one with it in, in terms of being on the same page. The Bible says that Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi and asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Some say Elias, some say Jeremiah, others say one of the prophets. But he turned to Simon Peter and said, whom do you say that I, the son of man, am? And verse 16 is where Simon gave his answer. Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. That's what Simon said. And Jesus answered, Jesus answered and said unto, and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. And I say, I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, or Hades, shall not prevail against it. And look at verse number 19. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That's what Jesus said. He said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That word keys represents, uh, speaks to authority. Uh, it speaks to principles. It speaks to laws. He said, I'll give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And look at this. Whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose 
on earth will be loosed in heaven. Okay. Whatever you bind on earth or in the earth realm will be bound in heaven. In other words, if you refuse to allow it to operate in the earth realm, then you shut it down in the realm of the heavens. So it's not working on your behalf there. Whatever you permit in the earth realm, you also release it in the realm of heaven, in the realm of the spirit to work on your behalf. The word bind there means to permit. All right? Bind and loose care speaks to principles applied. So whatever principle you allow to work on your behalf in the earth realm, you lose that principle in the realm of the heaven. It does not mean, bind and loose here does not mean what you shout at. Over time, religiously, we think that, you know, bind means to, to, to shout at something in the name of Jesus. Well, there is a place to, to speak to something in that kind of way. I'm not saying a believer should never shout or anything like that. In fact, that's the strategy that, that, that God gave the Israelites when they were taking Jericho. And many other places in the Bible speaks about shouting. The word bind means to permit, and it speaks to releasing a principle. Either you release the principle or you shut it down. And whatever principle you release in the earth realm, you release also in the heaven realm. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Because if you give from the earth realm, you release the heaven to give to you. Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give into your bosom. If you give, it will be given to you. The, the, whatever principle you release in the earth realm. So if you plant pea in, in, the, in the back of your yard, for example, backyard garden, you plant corn or any grain, you don't have to pray over that thing for it to grow and produce a, a harvest because it is obeying the principle that brings the result. The principle there is to plant it. If a grain of corn fall into the ground and die, it brings forth life. So you don't have to pray over it for it to grow and produce harvest. All you need to do is to obey the principle that is involved. Plant it. That's the principle. Water it. It will produce the increase. Now, I am not saying that you can't speak over the thing in the name of Jesus. You can't go out there and command and, 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 and speak the word and all that kind of stuff. But I'm saying there are multiple farmers all over the world that plant. They don't pray over the, 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 the seeds. 
but it produced harvest because it's the principle that is producing the result. So shouting at the thing won't stop the result. So even when we receive the offering in church, I want you to know that if you give, we agree and speak over the offering and give thanks to God, there is a place for that. But the more important principle in that operation or the most important principle is to sow the seed. And if you sow, then you will reap. It will produce harvest. So what I'm trying to, to do is to get you to focus on the, the principle that will produce the result as opposed to the, the activities that go, goes on around what we do sometimes that have nothing to do with the results. Sometimes people have other principles that they have established in their lives that are not of God. And those are the principles determining results in their lives. Unfortunately, they have not given the kingdom principles enough space and room in their lives. They've established other principles that are producing other results in their lives. And if you don't like the results that you're getting in your life, you have to check the principles that you are allowing in the earth realm because that's what you're also releasing in the realm of the heavens. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. So you can't permit, permit it on earth and then bind it in heaven. It don't work like that. You can't be releasing it in the realm of the spirit in heaven, but binding it on earth. It don't work like that. The principle is whatever you permit on earth. So you have to now re-examine what have you been permitting on earth? Love? Peace, what have you been permitting on earth? We're talking about principles tonight and more specifically kingdom principles. And too many believers, Christian believers, lives are void of kingdom principles. Which means sometimes you find yourself at the mercy of those who don't even know the Lord. So some believers have no prayer life whatsoever. That is a serious deficit. You just wake up and watch TV or quarrel or just run out or just start talking on the phone. Some believers have no prayer life whatsoever. That is a very serious deficit. That's a principle. That's an area of your life that you have to correct in a hurry. After 10 years of serving the Lord, after 15 years, you don't have a prayer life. You know what that means? That means that your sense realm is extremely alert because what prayer does is help, one of the things that prayer does is to help you to be alert to the things of God as you talk to God. So if you don't talk to God, that means your spirit man is not alert, but the sense realm is extremely alert. 
So you can't detect anything in the, in, the, in the realm of the spirit, but you are so sensitive in the flesh that anything anybody says, you pick up on it and you, uh, you, you feel they were talking to you and all that kind of stuff. You are so sensitive in the flesh. The Bible says, walk in the spirit that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But you do the opposite when you, when, 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 when you don't pray. You walk in the flesh so that you don't fulfill the things of the spirit. That happens when you don't have a prayer life. So it's not religious to pray. It's a principle that was intended to produce certain results in your life. And if you don't pray, you forfeit those results. Some believers don't tithe, don't give offerings. And let me say, it is not one or the other when it comes to tithe and offering. So it's not like you give your tithe and you don't give offerings because you, you already gave tithe or you give offerings and don't give tithe. No, it's not one or the other. It's tithe and offering. So if you don't live by that principle, if you don't bring the tithe and the offering, that means you don't create any harvest in your life. So you can religiously serve the Lord for 25 years, but never ever see a real a harvest in your life. Because that's what the seed does. It creates harvest. The seed creates harvest. And if you don't plant the seed, you're creating no harvest for your life. So all you can think about, or all you can say the Lord bless you with is the pay that you get when you work. God wants us to live above that. We're talking about living by principle. If you don't live by principle, then you forfeit the results that God intended for you. Principles protect life. And you pay and pay dearly when you don't understand principles or when you disobey principles. All right, let me say that again. Principles protect life. You will pay and pay dearly when you don't understand principles or when you ignore principles, when you disobey principles. You know, there's a verse in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. And it says, when a man ways please God, he make his enemies to be at peace with him. That's a principle. So if your enemies seemingly get the better of you all the time and constantly make your life miserable every day, you have to examine your ways if they're pleasing God. Because one of the benefits of your ways pleasing God is that he will make your enemies to be at peace with you. I remember the scripture, I think it was Isaac that dug wells after he obeyed the Lord. And the Philistines contended with him about the well. And he dug other wells. They contended with him. 
till God gave him peace in their own life. When a man's ways please God, he makes his enemies to be at peace with him. Man, it's so beautiful. You can control the activities and the results by operating in the principles that God intended. So th this is the thing. You see, when you read the scripture, it is important to look for the principles. It's more important, it is more important to identify the principles and follow them than to memorize the verse. There's nothing wrong with memorizing the verse. I'm just saying it is more important to be able to detect the principle in that verse than to just memorize the words. So we're about four months into the year. What new principle have you garnered from the word of God since this year? Or what principle are you working on? You know, some people, believers, generally speaking, people, some people are only benefiting from 5%, 10 10%, 15%, maybe 20% of their God-given gifts because they are living in rebellion to the kingdom principles. The gift alone cannot produce the kind of harvest uh, that God intended for you. The gift must work with the kingdom principles. So when you take the gift and try to put man's principles or, in fact, your own way to those gifts, it will compromise the results that God intended for you. So the gifts are supposed to be in alignment with the kingdom principles. Some of you sometimes take it as, you know, people trying to boss you. You're not doing this. It's not about, I mean, who is in charge and you obeying them or liking them or not liking them. The idea here is if the principle is from God, your gift need to be in alignment with that principle so that it can produce the results that God intended for your life. So some people are so stuck in doing their, their own thing, having their own way. And because some folks have been doing that for an extended period of time, they become comfortable with the results that they have been getting over time. And apathy sets in. So that desire for more, that big appetite is compromised. But tonight, this evening, we come against and we resist every spirit of apathy, every spirit of complacency, every spirit of deception, every spirit of ignorance that would try to keep us in bondage we resist and we come against them in the name of jesus christ in saint john chapter 13 verse 31 jesus said to the folks there he said if you continue in my word continue to practice my word then are you my 
disciples indeed, and then you will know the truth, the principles of God, the ways of God. And the truth there are the principle, the Bible says, you shall know the truth, the principle, and the truth or the principle will make you free. What's going to make you free? The principles, the truth of the word of God. The Bible said that Moses knew the ways of the Lord, but Israel knew the acts of God. That's what made Moses so extraordinary and gave him that kind of success, the greatest leader that has ever lived outside of Jesus. What? Moses knew the ways, the principles of God. Practice them. The same goes for you. If you will get hold of the principles of God, it will make the kind of difference in your life that will produce amazing results. In Isaiah 4, verse 6, the Bible says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. We have discovered over time that ignorance is man's greatest enemy. And the prince of darkness will try to steal from us, will try to separate us from the truth so that we can progress in God. You see, if the devil tries to work through the mind of man to get him from accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and if you break through that and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, his next mission is to try and keep you ignorant. Because if you learn the truth, if you learn the principles of the kingdom of God and apply them to your life, you're going to be unstoppable. I don't believe that any one of you here tonight has marched into the fullness of what God intended for you as yet. And some of you have not even started, some of you have not scratched the surface. But at the same time, there are some things around you that constantly uh, challenge the principles of God in your life. In fact, you think that they cause you not to be able to walk in the principles of God the, the way you want to. Well, the truth is they can't stop you. I know that some circumstances are more difficult than others. Some environments are more manageable than others. But at the, at the same time, you have to decide that irrespective kingdom principles are going to reign in my life. Kingdom principles are going to dominate my life. We don't get it right in one day. All of us have different principles that we're still working on strengthening. Not every principle works to the same degree in our lives, but we have to keep strengthening them and working with them so that they can produce the results that God intended for our lives here on earth. We believe in God. 
that as we march through 2021, that you will not be casual about kingdom principles, but that you will be deliberate and intentional about practicing the principles of the kingdom of God and allowing God to reign in your life the way he intended. Oh yeah, I know it's difficult. Some of you have uh, actually tried to start over again and start over and over a second time. And we understand that. We're standing with you and believe in God with you, but never give up. Don't relent and don't concede to principles that are not kingdom principles. Don't allow any order to be established in your life that is not from God. You may have been fighting it a long time, but you have to stay in that fight because we determine the results that we get in life by what we permit on earth. Oh yes, some of you have permitted some things that you're living you, 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 you're living in a time where you're, you're really regretting what you permitted. But here's what you do. Go to God and say, Lord, I have missed you here. I've permitted that which I should not have permitted in my life. I ask your forgiveness. And I'm asking you to make a way in this situation. So I'm committed to your instructions because I believe that you, God, you are a way maker and the things that are impossible with men, they are indeed possible with God. I think that we should continue to work on it and allow God to just continue to work in and through our lives. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at FCF Montego Bay.